During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Donktober 6th, 2020. I am your host, Imran Khan, and joining me today is the one, the only, FM3 underscore Fran Mirabella the third. Fran, how you doing? What's going on? Good to be back. Good to see you. I feel like, you know, this is the show, the Im- Imfron, as they call it, I think, right? Yeah, like, I, it's been so long since we've hosted. It had to, it's been a bit, but not too really bad. I think it was actually August, maybe. Was Mm-hmm. It feels Maybe. like August. Maybe. That feels... Uh, granted, I do not remember, because I feel like we've you know. definitely been on a show together, like, at least the Avengers stuff a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I don't remember the last time we hosted Games Daily together, but... It kind has of been funny. Com, Yeah, kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong could tell us. But also, I'm just going <laughs> to assume it's been a while, because, Fran, I miss you, and it's been I, just... It's been good. overly too long. It is good to see your face. I'm excited. We actually got some fun news today, I think. We got some fun news. I was, I, I'm I always worried be... when I'm on. I'm <laughs> like, oh, it's going to be a dud. There's going to be nothing to talk about. There's there's stuff. There's so. stuff, yeah. I woke up today like, oh, there's just nothing. There's like, then story after story. <laughs> it, like, it's trying to always come in. like that. It is always like that. That last 45 minutes, it's like, man, I have one story. Oh, I have like seven stories. Hold on. Yeah. yeah. Those stories say include a smattering of PS5 details, a new Resident Evil movie, and the biggest new free-to-play hit from China. And more, because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday at 10 a.m. besides yesterday, live right here on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you are watching live, you can correct us and we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, or listen later on podcast services around the globe. By searching for Kind of Funny Games Daily. To be part of the show, head to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, where bronze members are above get, the show, get to write in, and silver members are above get the show ad-free, along with the exclusive daily post-show. A little bit of housekeeping first. Thank you to our Patreon producers, James Davis, who is at James Davis Makes, Blackjack, and Tom Bach. Today, we're brought to you by Upstart, Quip, and Brooklyn, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. A baker's dozen. Remember, for the month of October, if anyone wants to give me a point that's hosting Games Daily, no, a golden star, they can. Yeah. I, I'm going to withhold, like, I'm not going to go too early. We'll, we'll see towards how we get these. Yeah, man, space it out. Just enjoy yourself, but I, you know what I mean? I will say I did enjoy the B-52's quality of that Baker's Dozen. Yeah. I, was trying, I was trying I was really hard not like, to choke midway through. Is the, the reality. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how B-52's like, beat work. Up, like, beat up, beat up, yeah, bop, Love beat Shack up, was bop, sung entirely while he was trying not to choke. <laughs> all right. So first of all, Sony expects the PS5 to sell more than the PS4 did in its first fiscal year. This is from you don't say. IGN. 
Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO Jim Ryan has said he believes more PS5 consoles will be sold in its first fiscal year than the amount of PS4 sold in the same period. Talking to Korea's site Naver via GamesIndustry.biz, Ryan predicted that PS5 will sell more in its first fiscal year than we sold in the first fiscal year at the time of the PS4 launch. For reference, between its launch in November 2013 and the end of the fiscal year in April 2014, the PS4 sold more than 7 million units. That means that Sony is forecasting more than 7 million PS5 sales before next April, despite the current pandemic economy. Previously, there had been rumors that the pandemic had disrupted supply to the point that only 4 million consoles would be able to be produced this fiscal year. But with Sony seemingly confident about selling over 7 million, it appears that rumor holds no water. Another report has suggested that the high price point of the console would affect demand, but Sony appears to not be worried about that. So, Fran, we have definitely not talked about next-gen consoles, you and I, in terms of pre-orders. Did you get pre-orders, or did you want to get pre-orders? Uh, only for PlayStation Five because you know since I'm sticking a PC, I want to upgrade. Xbox my PC. sucks, am I right, my dude? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Gold star for Xbox sucks. Let's do this. There's a, there's a lot of reasons, but I mean, number one, PS Five, very excited about as a, a console and and um, with all the games I know that I'm gonna play in the future, God of War, you know. Um, but yeah, like honestly, Xbox Series X looks awesome. I think you should be careful with the S. I'm just gonna continue to say that until I see the comparisons. I think for the price, I love that it's got the new hardware, but I think people might be a little surprised that it's not simply the Xbox Series X, but at 2K. <clears throat> Putting that aside, uh, I did manage to get my pre-order and I got a backup pre-order. And yeah, that's where I'm at with it. And what happened was somebody else was trying to help me pre-order at the same time. And they put, they put in the same order that I was able to get of it on Amazon. Was it Tim? Um, no, it was like somebody <laughs> that I've been playing destiny with and, oh. and uh, part of the Twitch community for a oh, long new time. Friend, huh? Yeah. But anyway, so now I have a digital and a disc version potentially on the way. So we'll see if they show up and, you know, I actually hate that we've come there with uh, the pre-orders with everybody getting like two or three to be sure that they get one. Yeah. It really just makes the problem all the worse. But yeah, it definitely inflated um, the numbers. I bet there's yeah. going to be like a couple of pre-launch, like just allotments opened up all of a sudden because some people are going to like cancel their like extra pre-orders just in case. Mm-hmm. Where do you stay? Are you getting a digital or a uh, non-digital disc? Well, like I said, oh, I was saying I have a disc version on the way and a digital. So unless there's a reason to not, um, you know, to not, use the digital version mm-hmm. i don't know why there would be i'd rather save the money and then like if somebody wants the disc version because i already have an xbox one x for the blu-ray um so i don't really other than having one giant console in one place but uh that was the other thing i was going to say was that because every you know 99 percent of now when i play games i'm on stream i'm sitting right here which is not mm-hmm. in front of a 65 inch uh, HDR, OLED, you know, all that. And that is part of the reason I'm not getting Xbox Series X right now as well. Otherwise, yeah. I'd throw one out in the living room. But I'm just like, I'm never going to be out there doing that. So I'll be uh, right here for now. That's um, actually a concern of mine with regard to streaming. Is that like, when I stream, I stream on the second monitor right over here. But if I'm going to be playing, let's say let's say I play Demon's Souls. That would be a fun game to stream. <laughs> I'm not going to stream that through my computer because that is going to be on this like 1080p monitor next to me. It is not going to look as good as it would on my OLED over there. So I want yeah. to enjoy that game like to the fullest extent of its graphical capabilities, and that's you, not going to happen on this monitor. Yeah, you've brought up my next problem, which is yeah, I I don't have like 120 hertz 
uh, or above 4K monitor. Um, so I'm a little behind the times there. And then also when you're streaming, if you want to run in 4K, and then Kevin, right, got to get some scalers. And I'm like, yeah. no, do I really, do I really want to do this? Though. Can't you use... Um... What the HD six? Well, no, but you have. Does your video card still? Does your video card not do out? Uh, it it's a 1080p video card, right? Oh, so, is it? Yeah, but well, I also don't want to be throwing those bad boys. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but that <laughs> causes you. other problems. Putting all sure, that aside, sure, there's gonna be problems. Uh, you know, you got to start thinking about your monitors as well. So it'll, it'll yeah. be interesting to see like, what I want to spend. Wait, wait, quick question, quick question. Would you hmm. do a HDMI switch going to a 4K monitor and then down to a scaler? Where you bump it down to 1080, then have that go into your system? Yes, I'd prefer to do that. That's like cool. I, I, I like that a lot. If, in, yeah, if <laughs> it's I'm expensive, though. it's an expensive solution. Yeah, but that that's the point. Is like, yeah, I would just split, you know, one signal to a 4K monitor, then split the other one out, but then scale that down to 1080p because I'd rather just have everything taken care of up front when you're streaming like that. I, that's what I was talking to somebody the other day about their setup, and I was like, yeah, I don't know if you want to have 4K. And they were having problems. But anyway, the real story here, I think, is when Sony says that it thinks it's going to sell, you know, over 7 million. Is that the number it thinks it's going to produce or the number they think they can sell? Was there any? I don't think there was clarity on which is which on that. That would I assume they would sell to retailers. Like that would be the thing somebody's talking about. But I also assume retailers. to retailers, you're saying? Yeah. Like they, Uh they make a transaction with retailers that retailers pay them money for these consoles. But. I don't think those would happen unless that system is selling well enough that it's not just a ton on shelves. I, I mean, I don't think the PS5 is going to have any trouble selling other than the very unpredictable world as, you know, we've been yes. peppering throughout that story. But, like, you know, for now, I don't think they're going to have a problem selling it with over, what, 110 million PlayStation 4 sold. And, and because that is the one thing that thrives during the pandemic is we're inside if you're going to make any investment – and distract yourself. It's it's literally like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like the, the two things go up during a pandemic like this, as, as we've heard about. Well, we didn't hear about video games going up during like depressions and pandemics in the past, but we do now. And then the other thing is alcohol consumption. And those things have yeah. held true. <laughs> Let's party um, and play games. Am I right, guys? <laughs> it's Woo! true, though. You know, people look for distractions. So I don't think they'll have any problem. But I'm more wondering, what if there's 12 million consumers? You know, think of the demand we saw with Switch. I'm kind of wondering, can they produce more if there's more demand? Yeah, but also like it is optimistic because in a in the coming year, the PS5 PS5 will be the most expensive option to play video games outside of like really decking out your PC. So the PS5, PS5 will yes. Why not the Xbox Series X? They're both the same price. Well, because you can buy an Xbox Series something for not cheaper. Now. I know you. That's my point. I'm just, that was just me, like trying to set you up for my my Xbox Series S commentary. Until I see how good those graphics are, you know, by comparison, because but it I is a huge what's... difference in potential. You know, it's the same. It's the same teraflops as like a PS4 Pro. Granted, right. totally new hardware. We're gonna but we're gonna see, see how it works out. But I do I do I think scalability has been like so built in mind that like your PC is probably better than mine. But also, we can still play the same game. So we're. I assume we are both playing Cyberpunk on PC. We're going to have the same, roughly the same experience on that, even though like you, you probably are by that point will have a much better graphics card. Yeah, I mean, well, actually, I won't by November probably, but we'll <laughs> see. We'll see. Yeah, but uh, like, like that's what I'm saying. Like theoretically, uh, let's say Cyberpunk next gen is on both Series S and Series X. It should perform roughly similarly 
if that Perform, like yes yeah, sure frame rate if they optimize but my point is are we talking ultra settings versus medium settings right. i don't i'm not saying we are i literally don't know but it's like something when i look at the price and and the hardware um the cpu is great but there's a big difference in the gpu right um granted you know if you're playing in 4k there's also a very big difference so it's like this is where i you know get into the nitty-gritty but um i hope developers actually are able to optimize because my funny my goal is i would rather play and i know there's a lot of gamers out there that feel the same way don't don't optimize everything for 4k that if i just put it in 2k that they look the same like get me down to xbox series x 2k looks remarkably better mm -hmm. than xbox series s 2k because it should i mean it does have more power it doesn't just have more memory it has more power in the gpu so yeah we'll see and that i think that is going to be an advantage for sony in that they the, there's no confusion over what ps5 you should get there's like okay, yeah. this one plays discs, this one doesn't, and yeah. there's there's no like that, granted that doesn't like come as cheap as a Series S, but it does mean that if you do come in for a PlayStation Five and you just see like on the box, hey, this one does play Blu-rays and this one does not, so if you're gonna walk out of the game, get the one that plays Blu-rays, yep. like that makes that is hard to quantify in terms of sales and how people are gonna react to it, but I think it's gonna be an advantage for them in that sense. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how I, this all goes. Yeah, I know. And, you know, it's it's a personal, like, it's just a big question I have. And I just hope that there's not a big buyer's remorse moment that the marketing has gotten away because I feel like the marketing is, it's smaller. There's no disc. It's white. It's got, a, like, a speaker thing on the front that, it, it's not a speaker, but, um, you know, that it just looks a little different. But the only difference is 2K. But I'm like, yeah. I don't think that's how it's going to work personally. But... If it does, freaking, I mean, I don't know how they'll pull that off, but amazing. Yeah. So I don't know. Hopefully there's not a moment where people are like, dang it, I don't know why I got the S. <laughs> you know, I should have got the X. And I hope that doesn't happen because that could be a bad moment, you know, if games are just so remarkably better on the Series X and that people feel like they're playing, you know, almost like 1X quality stuff. Um, yeah. Again, the hardware's, the hardware's new, but the total computing power is like, Actually, it's a little less than the the one X, which is in terms of GPU, but scenario. like right, the processor is going to make a huge. Yeah, the processor like, is yeah, but yeah, we'll see. One thing Sony total does have <laughs> one thing Sony does have control over, Fran, is their actual controller. The PS5's DualSense oh, was developed with help from Astro's Playroom, the pack-in game. This is from Matt Perslow at IGN. The new technology in the PS5 DualSense controller was developed alongside Astro's Playroom with developer Japan Studio helping test and refine the controller through the design process. Talking to Famitsu, as detailed in the English language report from VGC, Japan Studio boss Nicolas Doucette said that the game, the systems they developed for Astro's Playroom helped them provide critical feedback to the, from the controller or for the controller team. After, consider, quote, after considering the experience of the game, we thought about what parts should be further improved and what direction should be taken, he said. We continue to send that feedback with the development of the dual sense. It's really quite fun, and I think it's an uncommon de development practice, but it may lead the way to the future of gameplay. So it's really exciting to be able to do this kind of work. For example, as we tested haptic feedback and adapter triggers, we compiled personal feedback, such as this has too strong of a recoil. We shared such uh, thoughts with the hardware team and then shared them with our international studios, he explained. The DualSense received a lot of feedback and is progressively getting more cohesive and better integrated. This was quite a long process, about a year and a half to two years. 
Doucette explained that the design of the DualSense has changed considerably over the nearly two years of development, but has always been designed with the haptics and adaptive triggers. Are you excited for this playroom pack-in, Fran? Um, I mean, I, yeah, I'll always take a pack-in. Um, I don't know, you know, enough about the game. I saw a little bit of the recent demos. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more just excited about their interest in, you know, controllers. I've always been really interested in controller development on consoles. It's the one thing, uh, almost above all, that you have with the consoles that is... Um, so impactful on the industry when you think about it, you know, yeah. for PC, it's like, well, which controller can I use? And, but in this case, it being hopefully, you know, they really push developers to get into it. Cause we've seen this a lot with like Nintendo stuff too, where they do actually have some cool stuff. Um, and I forget, did Sony do, I remember they did dual rumble, but who did rumble first? Was the rumble pack first? It was on Nintendo? PC well before Nintendo did it, but Rumble Pack was the first, thing, right. the first console integration of mm-hmm. it. But yeah, we can see how far it's gone. But like tuning it uh, in the way that they're looking to do it, I can't wait to feel it. You know, so I haven't used the yeah. PS5 at all. Not many people have. So, um, <laughs> but I love this type of stuff. You know, yeah. it's it's one thing that sometimes at the beginning of a generation too, I'm like. I don't know, man. I'd like to play that on on PS Five uh, in this case because oh, like because of all the adaptive triggers and all this other stuff. Hopefully that they're pushing into it. Um, but I got to see how it feels. It could be, it could be like a little bump in the way that it feels, right? And it's a lot of marketing hype, or it could genuinely be like, oh, that's really cool, you know. And then and then you get into like, dang, I wish this developer like probably for Cyberpunk. It's like, man, I'm just guessing because the amount of work they've they've probably yeah. not on their plate to get that done but like is it going to be highly tuned for the haptic feedback i doubt it right now but yeah i'm curious what third parties do in a year or two of like is i don't know let's say uh suicide squad going to use haptic triggers or they're just gonna be like nah it's fine like yeah gonna, exactly like we can't count on the pc version having stuff like this so we're mm-hmm. not going to bother doing too much of it which is like that that usually happens with very specific controller things I like stories personally of like the games that shape controller designs of like yeah. knowing that the N64 controller was designed around Mario 64 and then yeah. like, okay, well this is the one thing we know this controller is going to work with. And they made a weird amount, a weird thing that didn't work with everything. Yeah. Uh, I like classic Nintendo. Yeah. The stories of how Metroid prime three was why we got the, the nunchuck controller or like why uh, Ubisoft was why they add the Z button to the GameCube controller and stuff like that. That stuff is cool. So I'm curious to like, I'm not super excited for this Astrobot game because Astrobot was a on PSVR, a really good game. This just seems like more like, we'll see what this is. I'm getting the sense this is not a video game per se as a tech demo, but we'll, yeah. we'll see. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe it's a, a kick-ass game that everyone's going to be very happy to have on that system. Yeah, like I said, that's where I just don't. I haven't looked at enough footage. I, mean, I don't know that we know enough about it to say like, oh, this is like a killer, whatever, a yeah. platformer, you know, puzzle game. Also, that has this killer dual sense and haptic feedback and all this. So I don't know. But you um, heard good things about the original. <laughs> uh, what? You heard good things about the original Astrobot. Uh, you know what's funny? I actually forgot that it, there was an original of this. There was a PSVR game. Oh, come on, it was, it was oh, so that's right. good. Of it was on awesome. PSVR. See, I don't, yes. I don't, I don't have PSVR. So, wow. Yeah, I heard. Um, I did hear good things about the original. Now that you mentioned, I remember. I think I had this conversation already with like Tim or someone. I was like, oh, that's right. 
Everybody really liked that game. I should check that out. It yeah. definitely and, wasn't Tim. He's the only one that hasn't played it. Just a heads up. <laughs> okay. Almost it was somebody on games, games. It was, it was probably me. It was probably me. Could have been. One yeah, thing you won't be hearing, Fran, is virtual surround sound on the PS5's TV audio. Sony details no. how the PS5's audio will work with TV speakers and headphones. This is from Matt Olson, the US gamer. Sony is taking today to let players know that while headphones will be the way to go when the PS5 debuts, built-in TV speakers should also get a bump in immersive audio down the line. Quote, although TV speaker virtual sound, virtual surround sound won't be making or won't be available on launch day for PS5, it's still a feature we're extremely excited about, Sony says, and our engineers are hard at work at bringing it to the PS5 in the future. We're, we've, actually, oh, sorry. we've actually heard about plans to continue tinkering with the PS5's audio features after launch going back to March, when system architect Mark Cerny revealed the first details on the PS5's capabilities and detailed the console's Tempest audio solution. At the time, Sturdy talked about how the PS5 was able to process hundreds of audio sources in a scene, allowing for a more realistic mixes, while also tailoring the output to sound even tailoring the output to sound even better by taking the shape of a player's ears into account. To really maximize the effect, you'll need to take photos of your ears so the shape and contours of them can be used in a head-related transfer function, or HRTF. It's a tech that Sony already employs for some of its headphones, but at launch, Sturdy said that the PS5 will only include five preset HRTFs, letting players pick which one sounds the best to them. It seems like virtual surround sound support may come before customizable HRTFs, but we'll just have to wait and see. As for which headphones will give you a great PS5 audio experience, if you've already got a great pair, then you don't need to try and nab the proprietary Pulse 3D headset. Sony says that the 3D audio processing feature will also play nice with other kinds of headphones, whether they're plugged into the console via USB or right into the DualSense via the 3.5mm jack. So, if you're just playing on your TV speakers, no <clears throat> virtual surround sound quite yet. Like your normal ass ones built into the TV that don't sound good or tinny as hell, those won't be approved by the PS5 on launch day. But they will at some point. Well, if they're they're tinny, I don't think that's going to improve. <laughs> okay, that part. Period. Won't. But I know. I, you mean. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not um, a huge fan of TV speakers. I am forced to use mine because, like, I, I explained this before, the the arc port on my TV broke at some point. So like I just haven't used it since then, but I I I'm hoping they this is the kind of feature that they get in fairly fast versus you know like suspend resume took a year and a half I think like a very long time to add, come to the PS4, so hopefully like soon means February and not November. Yeah, I mean, I actually. <laughs> I think it's going to be a while. We'll see. Mm. But um, yeah, I mean, I do. I like that they're continuing to put a focus on um, audio. It is super important uh, if they can. For TV speakers, like you were saying, I think that's probably the bigger. Well, maybe not. A lot of people do play on headphones now. Um, so yeah, we'll see. But like at the end of the day, it's all trying to simulate a number of things. Um, you know, both the 3D audio, but then also the interesting part is them trying to figure out how to like tune it to the shape of your ear and how you pick up the sounds is I don't know I've never gone through that demo um I feel like if you know I'd been to a recent CES or something mm -hmm. I would have been able to try that demo out and be like oh yeah totally whatever the, the I did I felt like there was more bass you know where I felt like I was picking up more whatever I don't I don't know I haven't read up enough on that technology so the idea of taking you know 360 photos of your head and ears and then that also in playing with the PS5 you know I assume it's both things happening. One, looking at your head and ears, 
But secondly, also it trying to take all the sounds in the actual world and process them in mm -hmm. a way um, that also makes it more 3D and then outputs that in your room. And I don't know if they're doing any room simulation stuff either. Um, you know, in terms of like bouncing, you know, sounds around and picking up stuff on the mic. I don't know if yeah. some some receivers do that and um, it's to mixed results, but. I'm excited to try it. I'm excited to like feel what the 3D, like I can think of uh, Bloodborne as a game that I really like the audio in that game. And I played that game with headphones, not because my PS4 was loud, but because like one, it helps for a gameplay perspective of I really want to be able to hear everything around me because I will die if I do not. And two, like <laughs> it just adds to the atmosphere of it. So let's let's say use God of War two as an example, or what's the official name? God of War Ragnarok? Or did they did they give an official title? You're wrong. Can tell me. Yeah, but yeah, they did. It it's was God of War Ragnarok. Now. Oh, it is Ragnarok. Yeah. Okay, cool. So like God of War Ragnarok, I bet that's a game I'm going to want to play with headphones. Meanwhile, on yeah. the PS4, I played that game with headphones because it was just really loud and hot. But like, I really expect. This is the kind of thing that, like, individual... It'll make reviews more complicated. Of, like, hey, this game was actually a lot better with headphones, and that ma makes a major difference. And that's kind of exciting to know that next-gen has these quality-of-life improvements that are making making big differences in that level. Yeah. Yeah, on the side here, I was, like, trying to refresh my memory. I'm like, wait, where is Sony at with, like, Dolby, you know, Atmos, and all this other stuff? And, um... I don't have time to look into it right now. Obviously, I'm on the show, but actually, wait is it is it not supporting that? Because yeah, you have to license that, and yeah, you know, generally, you know that that comes with a cost and all that. So is that part of what's going on here? I guess as well is that they have their own 3D tech, and that's really what the story is. Because yeah, it looks like I'm reading that it, it it may not have like Dolby Atmos and stuff. So are you a are you a wired headset man, Fran? Or are you a wireless? uh wired mm -hmm. and i say that assuming you know if i was ever sitting in front of my tv even <laughs> well because we live in a um well yeah as far as headphones go wired i don't mind having a cable at all and it's way more like the quality of headphone you get for the price is so much better so don't buy wired unless you absolutely need them you know don't uh, buy wired Kevin, here wireless Kevin. you mean wireless i'm saying the quality of headphone you get with wired yeah, you it's said so so don't yeah, buy don't, wire. Don't, yeah. Oh, don't buy wireless. Yes, sorry. Yes. Now, okay. here's the thing. You don't got a pair of uh, A50s? A pair of Astro? I have. Actually, I have an old pair I, of A40s. Oh. But like, I have these. These are it's Sennheiser. Sure, I know. But then you got to deal with a wire. Like right now, my, I forgot to charge my wireless adapter for these headphones. No and like my garbage or my um, vacuum needs to get the <laughs> bin emptied out. And it's like, well, I can't do that now because I'm wired. You know, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's like hate this. you know that's like a production. But what need, I, what I'm saying know. is the the A50s. I don't know. I've always really enjoyed them. I think the audio sounds good on them, and it's awesome to not have to worry about any cables. Not a bad pair of headphones at all. Yeah, but I like I, wireless I, like as a convenience thing. But like the second the audio breaks for any reason, I'm like, oh, this shit sucks. Yeah, it's I don't know. I I but have I feel nothing like... against. Them, yeah, like the A50s are great. I'm sure they're also durable over time, all that. But I'm sorry. They're absolutely not as good as these HD600. These are so comfortable. But again, it becomes utility, right? Like, do you do you actually need to get up and you're talking well, to your friends and going well, yeah, into the kitchen? 
like that if that's an absolute need then you know awesome but But so do those have a mic or how do you handle the mic situation when you're playing i mean on your sofa not streaming if I was playing on the sofa, um, normally I would have on uh, like these type of headphones, but I would just throw on a, um, you know, I'd do the controller plug in and like a crappy. Yeah. Like, oh, but that sounds terrible. And... <laughs> think about like the experience for your friends, you monster. But th- think <laughs> about what you're saying, that you're now worried about how you sound to three or four other people. Are you not worried when, when you're in how like... the game sounds to you? No, I, the but I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, 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 got, I got dumb ears. You know, I, I'm not going to notice the audio difference. It's been you a, would de- if you put them both on, plus the comfort level. You here's the thing. I, I, I wear my, my audio technicas and they work great. But when I, I use my uh, the MF- the A50s, the A50s. Yeah. Like I it's to yeah, me, it's you're comparable. Also, I'm pretty sure what uh, which audio technicas. Do you have the, like the, the super high end editing quality type ones? You mean? Oh, I don't know. The MH. Meaning, were they like 400, 500 bucks? No. Or you no. Were your headphones like four, the, 500 bucks? Yeah, I've had these forever, though. Yeah. Oh HD 600s are like four, 500 bucks. So. I mean, the Astros you, are expensive, too, as, but yeah. like they're wireless, you know what I mean? And again, look, the, the <laughs> point I'm trying to make here is if you're going to invest in a headphone, I would seriously, if you're into the quality, like you're, you spend a lot of money on the wireless factor. Um, and sometimes on the brand name and stuff like that too. But, yeah. um, when I've, uh, the cool, just as an example, the cool thing about these headphones, I've had them now, I swear, like a decade, you can replace like this, like really nice yeah, um, the padding. padding. Yeah. You can mm-hmm. replace the padding up here. Yeah. And actually they do the, one of the biggest problems with a lot of headphones when they're wired is the wire goes bad and these actually support, you can just get a new thing. So like, because because that's how they get you. Most headphone companies, they don't let you replace the wire. Gee, I wonder why. Um, so God anyway. bless you, you sweet angel. <laughs> these are, dude, I have a feeling I'm going to have these for 15 years. And I'm like, they're yeah. dope. They sound I like, great. For me, comfort is the top like factor. And then audio quality is right below that. Because like, there's some there's so many silver headphones for PS4. Those are nice headphones in that they have good audio quality. But they have like one of the most uncomfortable padding I've ever seen. It's, <laughs> it's like a mesh net on top of the the headphone cups and then they are so tight they are ridiculously yeah. tight so like every and time i, I took one off that. like it oh, looked like, like a... my, yeah i look like someone grilled cheesed my like ears <laughs> yeah and it's like a humid vacuum in there as well these are open ear which actually is more it's a problem for stuff like this where yeah, like, noise feedback goes into the out. mic yeah yeah but when i got them you know that wasn't my main concern so there's there's a lot you can do but i mean you have to spend Wireless headphones are awesome, but they're utility. Oh. Think about it. It's the same as like when you go to the gym or whatever, it, there's people who decide it's maybe a little different. You do want wireless, but you know, the people who do like full on cups versus the earbuds, it's because mm-hmm. they're like, I want the quality. That's important yeah. to them. And I'm like, Yeah, I can't imagine crazy. respect. That's <laughs> crazy. Dude, respect. Earbuds, man, all the way. Ah, that quality sucks. Yeah, no, for like exercising, I have earbuds I have, for like, the gym too. But... For like a vi- when exercising, I have to have like a very thin bluetooth head, like earbuds yeah, because like, although anything else is gonna bother the hell out of me yeah. yeah yeah i get that i got no transition for the next one but moving on genshin impact the free-to-play chinese video game has it reached 17 million downloads on mobile alone an estimated 50 million revenue since launch some jordan Ullman ign Genshin Impact has managed 17 million downloads on mobile alone over the past four days of its release, with analysts estimating its gross over 50 million since launch. Their free-to-play action RPG arrived on PS4, PC, and iOS and Android on September 28th. 
and mobile analytics company App Annie posted the downloads milestone on Twitter on October 4th. That huge early uptake means the game is already a top-grossing mobile title uh, in across Asia and in the U.S. Speaking to IGN, Daniel Ahmad, senior analyst at Nico Partners, estimates that the game has grossed $50 million in its first week, with the majority of that revenue coming from China, Japan, and the U.S. Quote, the game had more than 20 million pre-registrations prior to launch, of which more than 5 million were from outside China, explains Ahmad. This is a huge achievement not just for a Chinese-developed game, but for a new original IP, too. Genshin Impact has been compared to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild due to its visual aesthetic and design. The game is an open-world action RPG with gachapon elements, and it already proved to be quite the success on social media. A Nintendo Switch version is currently in the works with the release date unannounced. Have you played this game or seen much of it, Fran? Yeah, I mean, I've not, sorry, I've not played it. I've seen plenty of it. Uh, there's a number of reasons here that I, I okay. try to not go too off topic. But the first one is I just got to be careful about how many of these types of games that I'm playing, you mm -hmm. know, trying to get like things that improve your crit by like 4% because there's so much game time when you really get into these. And I, I love that. I have a feeling I would like it a lot. Um, I was going to say, you play I, at least two of those games currently that I at know At least. Of. No, I play more than that. Yeah, it's only good that there's nothing to do. Well, not nothing, but I've, I've dropped out of Division a little bit for now just because, like, mm -hmm. too much to play, and, you know, I'll, I'll probably wait till the release gets big again. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'll just ask, what have you guys thought of, uh, or what do you think of it style-wise, you know, coming out and really marketing itself, looking so much like Zelda? Um, and, I'm going to talk and, a little... I will talk a little bit about it tomorrow, but I will say I'm I've been playing the game and I've been enjoying it. Like mm. it is it is litigiously close to Zelda occasionally. Like the first enemies you meet are like literally it's just the it's both. Yeah, Hobbit I've seen camps. some of the designs. I'm like, why did they I don't understand why. But like in a lot of ways it feels more like they made a Tales game to a Zelda game. And it is there are parts of it that are so close to Breath of the Wild that I'm like uncomfortable. Like like yeah, some of the even like, just like spear designs have the same like yeah. Zelda like ironworks, and I'm like, why? <laughs> like it's kind of so on that front, it just bothers me a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. which is funny because it's not gonna harm Nintendo at all, and I'm always yes. mad at Nintendo at how long they freaking take to like do sequels or do stuff. So I'm I'm glad they were inspired, but I, there's a little part of me when I see free to play games, especially it has happened a ton on mobile. Where I'm like, wow, they just took the style of this other game, and that's how they got their first step towards, like, notice me, right? Yeah. Um, I think this game, you know, because of you know how well it's it seems to be um, developed and how well it's designed is what I'm trying to say. Uh, it would have, I think, it would have got the attention anyway. So I don't know why they kind of aped the style so much. So anyway, on that front, it kind of bothers me a little bit, but um, I've I've brought that up a lot as one of the reasons. I'm like, I don't know. I, I yeah, I don't it is. Get into I that, think on the right? other hand, like you have PS4 owners and mobile owners, people who don't own a Switch, they're like, "Yo, this looks like Breath of the Wild. I heard that game was good. I want to try this, and it's a free download, so mm -hmm. it makes sense." And yeah. I, like, it's the the actual gotcha aspects of it are not that bad. Like I've never, I've done one role, I got a character out of it. I have not done another role since that I've not needed to. But yeah, like I said, we'll talk. I will talk more about it in a Gamescast tomorrow. I don't actually know if you're on that tomorrow or not. Or not for no, no, yeah. you're not. Okay. Oh, you guys are giving like impressions and stuff on it tomorrow. I would assume we are. If like yeah, if sure. we're not, then I will find some other method to talk about it. But I've, it, it I've is heard a great things. Yeah, it's a surprisingly fun game. Everybody wants me to play it, and I'm like, I I probably will before um you know I'm waiting for the next Destiny release to come out in November. So and all yeah. the next gen stuff coming out in mid November. So. 
But I've been catching up on stuff still, and I'm like, I just, man, I have so many things that I haven't played. Yes. I just can't add another game like this, especially. And then there's all these games that I'll never play. So we'll see. Like Dark I've, Souls 3 and I've Bloodborne, had, which I'm still waiting to play, and I will. I yeah. promise you, but... Like, I've had 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim, sitting on my PS4 home screen for the last couple of weeks, and, like, I really want to play this. I just don't have time. And, like, Crash came out, and I'm playing something for work, and I'm playing, like... Uh, this uh, Genshin Impact and there's other stuff like coming in and out and it's just it's so hard to get to the games that are not news relevant anymore but I want to play them and it's hard to give like myself reasons to do that mm-hmm. uh, it, especially this time of year like things are only going to get worse in the next month and a half yeah we've got a very short window uh, and it's already starting to heat up but um, yeah but yeah I mean back to like genuinely Genshin seems really awesome everybody is super in love with it um and it really is yeah i'm trying to remember the last like chinese developed game and was across mobile and consoles and you know and hit this big like i don't know actually yeah uh i don't even i can't think of one honestly yeah i cannot like to this level of success and broad you know release i'm like amazing accomplishment yeah especially as far as consoles go like maybe there have been some of that on mobile that i just haven't paid attention to but Consoles, this is a new story. Yeah. So. Speaking of new stories, a Resident Evil reboot is coming. There's some Amanda Nduka and Anthony Dale Alessandro at Deadline. Oh, a movie. Constantine Film has set in motion a new adaptation to add to the ever-expanded Resident Evil movie franchise. Constantine and writer-director Johannes Roberts said Tuesday that they've conceived an official origin story adaptation with faithful ties to Capcom's classic survival horror games. The story is set in 1998 on a fateful night in Raccoon City. Starring in the roles of the iconic game characters will be Maze Runner's Kaya Scadelario. Scadelario. There we go. As Claire Redfield, alongside Hannah John Common, Ant-Man and the Wasp, as Jill Valentine. Robbie Amell, Upload, as Chris Redfield. Tom Hopper, The Umbrella Academy. That's pretty funny. As Albert Wesker. Avon Joiga, Jogia, as Zombieland Double Tap. As Leon S. Kennedy and Neil McDonough as, from Yellowstone as William Birkin. Quote, within this movie, I really wanted to go back to the original first two games and recreate the terrifying visceral experience I had when I first played them, whilst at the same time telling a grounded human story about a small, dying American town that feels both relatable and relevant to today's audiences, said Robert, the filmmaker behind the shark thriller 47 Meters Down and its sequel. Franchise producer Robert Colzer will produce again on behalf of Constantine with James Harris from T-Shot Productions and Harley Gorenstein. Said Culzer, after a dozen games, six live-action movies, and hundreds of pages of fan fiction, we felt compelled to return to the year 1998 to explore the secrets hidden in the walls of Spencer Mansion in Raccoon City. So there, there already is an existing Resident Evil film series mm-hmm. starring Mila Jovovich, done by Paul W.S. Anderson. It is not faithful at all. <laughs> it is not, a, like, it doesn't follow the game's, re- like, it is like if I drunkenly described the game's story to you and then you went and wrote a script about it. That is what those movies are like. A lot of people do like them. They're extremely popular. They're extremely successful movies. It sounds like this is yeah. them going back to like, why don't we just do RD2 now? Yeah, I, I mean, I appreciate what they're saying, but to your point, I'm like, I don't know. It like, hasn't like turned out brilliantly yet. Um, yes. But we've, you know, we it happens sometimes you you strike gold it, it i'm trying to remember like which 
if any video game movies though have pulled it off. Uh, I think Sonic was okay. Oh yeah, I, I still haven't watched Sonic. Um, and it's, you know it's what's like, funny? I know it's not like the okay. best movie ever or like a great video game adaptation, but it's fine. It's totally fine. Yeah, but we'll see. But also, who's making movies anymore? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah. I'm just sorry. Dark. Well, humans. I mean, like, there, uh, I saw Nibble saying on Twitter that there is a Resident Evil CG movie coming to Netflix. There is a Netflix series that is focusing on our Westwood's kids. This movie that we're talking about here is supposedly coming to theaters, which that's, I don't think, I think that's a thing that you're, you should be very hopeful about and optimistic. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, I was, you know, <laughs> I mean, I love like seeing a great flick in the theaters and I hope that. We come out of this sooner than later, but it's like right now that we, everything with movies, movies getting delayed and all this. So hearing like that there's a new movie being announced, I'm like, I don't know. It sounds um, like I guess you got to announce it just now looking... for like 2024 at this point. Do that? Like, is it even to the point where it has full funding and everything, or is this? If like they're casting, I'd to... assume so. I don't know. Or is that that? But that could just be the people who've signed up to to play all that if they get all the funding. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm just speculating. But yeah, until yeah. we see a dope trailer. I remain reserved because this normally has not worked out great in the past, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm actually kind of interested in that CG movie. I think the Resident Evil CG movie is very from like pretty okay to terrible. Mm. So like like the games <laughs> themselves sometimes, but that can be fun yeah. sometimes though. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see. Well, I I'm interested to see what Capcom is doing with this like massive licensing spree they're going on these days. The Dragon's Dogma anime I watched. Fucking terrible. That thing is really? not good. <laughs> like, so hopefully the next couple of things are better. Mm-hmm. So we got a couple of quick hits here. There's a new Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity trailer. The characters Robbie and Pura are introduced. So go check that trailer out. It's kind of cool. Uh, this was from a deleted, deleted tweet now that I don't know if it's still news, but Banjo, Kazooie, Byleth, and Terry are all getting Smash Amiibos in fall 2021. So the Amiibos themselves are shown in the Minecraft uh, character expo yeah. thing. But the, the Nintendo of America put out a tweet yesterday that said the next round of Smash Brothers Amiibo featuring Terry, Byleth, and Benji Kasumi are actually are coming in fall 2021. So that is, look at your calendars, a year from now, which is a long time for three plastic toys. Yeah. So that seems like, it seems strange that Nintendo is waiting that long to release those three characters. But the only source so far we think we've had is just like a tweet on this. From, well, um, from Nintendo of America for the date, right. for the actual like products, Sakurai. Yeah, for the date is what I'm saying. But meaning there's literally been no other info other than, like you're saying now, a uh, deleted tweet. Yeah, which, which the tweet got deleted pretty late in the day, too. So I, I don't know what the deal was, but yeah. like So I got this in the mail today. I got the Joker amiibo. Oh, sweet. This just came out. Joker was announced as a DLC character at the Game Awards 2018. Mm-hmm. So... If we're going by that same timeline, if we're going to see, let's say, any characters from this DLC pass, it's going to be like easily 2022, maybe like summer, maybe close to fall of that. Yeah, I mean, maybe it adds up. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, again, our only source is a deleted tweet. I'm surprised they just haven't commented quickly on this yet. Um, I was trying to like double check and search news. I don't see anything new, but um, yeah. yeah why wouldn't they just clarify? Like either say so. sorry that that you know we still haven't announced it yet. At least give us confirmation. You know whether there's some truth to that. But I don't know. It, it's it's weird that they uh, possibly leaked it, but then deleted it without any commentary. But 
I have to assume that amiibo sales are just not good these days. Like yeah. they've they're so few. They used to release all the time, and like Nintendo, I think Animal Crossing really burned them because most of those just didn't sell well. So right. yeah, who knows at this point? It feels like the Smash one's just out of obligation. But we'll see. I'm excited to see what happens with amiibos in the future, Fran. But that is so far away. If I wanted to know what's coming to the mom and grop shops today, where would I look? Oh, I was totally not ready for this. <laughs> oh, I didn't. The thing's not in the template. Okay. It's totally gone now. Dude, just uh, try to make it up. Just make it up. Just make it up. You got it. You got it. Just make it up. It's all you, bro. Uh, well, I can't believe I forgot the segment. Uh, your release dates as provided by the kind of funny Games Daily show host each and every weekday right here on Twitch TV slash kind of funny games and YouTube. I know that's you messed, not it. I'm you sorry. you, you messed fucking, up so many terrible. Like, things. I did. The whole start really was off. Did. Jesus, I'm sorry. I insisted you try. Why did you? I <laughs> my my bad. It. Hey, I didn't. Everybody's it. gonna be mad at me now, but they deleted it from the temple and then put on the spot. I'm like, man, I got no idea. No, I yeah, know. I, have to, I have no idea. We I thought put it in the uh, we thought you would do way better. If I'm being honest. <laughs> All right. Well, now I'm gonna look up an old script right. so I can after he goes through this. I was gonna copy. We're gonna say it after he goes through these. Have it edited in. I'm going to do the actual song, though, because people get mad if we don't do the song. So. Oh. But All right. Well, then we're doing it. Wait, yeah. let's redo it. I got it right. Okay, we're going to do the whole thing. Pretend this never happened. Okay. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah. Go Do your thing again. Okay. I'm excited to see when we get this right frame, but that is so far away. If I wanted to know what's coming to the mom and grop shops today, where would I look? That's a great question, Imran. Uh, the <laughs> official list of upcoming software Why across feel- each and every platform as listed <laughs> by the kind of funny games daily show host each and every weekday. <laughs> fucked up immediately. Okay. Yeah. What do you mean? I threw Wait, in my own little segue. In. That doesn't count. I mean, you I changed part it. Of it. You changed I it. I did not change it. I got the whole no, no, thing. You, you I add, threw in a sure, little segue. Add, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you buy a dress and then cover it in crap, You've changed it. You know what no. I mean? You know what no. I'm saying? I like, it's different. Well, a little, little bit. You know what? I put a little hot sauce Yeah, on but it turns fish. out we have That's IBS and that shit's going to burn. Out today. Nickelodeon Kart Racers 2 Grand Prix for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. I think Barrett did a video of that. You can find it on kindoffunny.com or uh, youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Ministry of Broadcast out of PS4 and Xbox One. Ninth Dawn 3, Shadow of Airthills out on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Agatha Christie, The ABC Murders out on Switch. Baldur's Gate 3 is out on PC. Wall Ninja is out on PC. The Solitaire Conspiracy is out on PC and Mac. I think that stars some weird guy who I've never heard of. Democracy 4 is out on PC. Charterstone Digital Edition is out on Switch. From Orbit is out on Switch. The Arcane and Wolfenstein collections were on sale on Best Buy today. I don't know what that means. They were, they've not actually officially been announced. But theoretically, you can buy them for PS4 and Xbox One. The formidable and captivating Golden Spirit Bear makes its debut in Red Dead Online's latest legendary animal sighting mission. Alongside the newest Vitalism Studies pamphlet, plus a variety of hefty XP bonuses and naturalist discounts now await players. New dates, Pumpkin Jack is coming to PC, Switch, and Xbox One October 23rd. Real Politics 2 arrives November 5th on PC. Deals of the day. There's PS Plus games are out today. Need for Speed Payback and Vampire. There's a Gamefly game or sale on Switch games. You can get stuff like Mario Maker 2 for like around 30 bucks. There's an Xbox Live Gold sale on games like XCOM 2, Outer Worlds, and every Assassin's Creed game. All right. Now it is time for ads. All right. Kind of funny. Got I know I don't have a segue for that. You do not, Fran, <clears throat> but feel free to chime in whenever you need to. <laughs> kind of funny games daily is brought to you today by Upstart. During these economically turbulent times, everyone is looking for a way to feel more financially secure. 
If you're if you're still needlessly throwing money every month at high interest credit card debt, it's time you checked out Upstart, the revolutionary online lending platform that shows you're more than just a credit score. Now is the time to find out how low your Upstart rate can be to help pay off your high interest credit card debt. Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter rate. You don't need a degree or a diploma to apply, though. Upstart lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online. They offer loans from $1,000 to $50,000, so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. Upstart makes it fast and simple to check your rate. Since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens if you accept your rate and proceed with your application. The best part? If the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. Over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt and get back to using your money your way with Upstart. See why Upstart has a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot. And hurry to upstart.com slash kfgames to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash kfgames. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applicants will apply or qualify for the full amount. We're also brought to you by Quip. When's the last time you got rewarded for brushing your teeth? With Quip's new Smart Electric Toothbrush, good, happen, good habits can earn you great perks, like free products, gift cards, and more. You've probably heard us talk about Quip a million times, but this is something brand new that rewards you and your mouth. The Quip Smart Brush for adults and kids connects to the Quip app with Bluetooth. Track and how well you brush, get tips and coaching to improve your habits, earn points for daily brushing and bonus points for completing challenges like streaks redeem for rewards like free products gift cards and discounts from quip and partners greg ordered his last night because or the other night because of course he wants to gamify everything already have a quip upgrade it with a smart motor and keep the features you know and love sensitive sonic vibrations two minute timer with 30 second pulses for a guided clean slim lightweight and sleek with no wires or bulky chargers to weigh you down multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount for less clutter Beyond the brush, Quip has everything you need to build a complete routine. Floss that expands to clean and comes in a refillable dispenser to reduce waste. An eco-friendly solar battery charger to power your Quip with sunshine. Plus, you can get brush head, toothpaste, and floss refills delivered from $5. And shipping is free. How smart is that? Join over 5 million mouths who use Quip and save hundreds compared to other Bluetooth brushes. When you start, you get a Quip smart brush and are for just $45. Smart or Start getting rewards for brushing your teeth today and to get quip.com slash games. Right now, get your first refill free. That's your first refill for free at getquip.com slash games. Spelled G-E-T-Q-I-P dot com slash G-A-M-E-S. Better quip, better oral health, made simple and rewarding. We're also brought to you by Brooklinen. You've probably heard us talk about Brooklinen before. They're the home of the internet's favorite cheats, but their towels? Their towels are also amazing. Greg Miller dries his body each and every day with a fluffy Brooklinen towel, and he loves it, and you will too. Brooklinen gives you daily routines a little something extra, and with varying levels of plushness, the towel of your dreams is waiting to wrap you up. And with all this extra time at home, it might be nice to invest a little extra softness and absorbency. It's perfectly fine it's perfectly fine to stay in your towel all day after you shower. Sometimes Greg hosts his very show in towel until Kevin tells him to knock it off. That's how much Greg loves his Brooklinen towels and sheets. Be like Greg. Brooklinen is a perfect place to find all the comforts for home, including ultra soft towels. They're so confident in their product that everything that comes with a lifetime warranty. Use promo code GAMES for 10% off your first order at brooklinen.com. That's brooklinen.com 
promo code GAMES. Brooklyn, everything you need to live your most comfortable life. All right, Fran. We're kind of going to be rushing through a little bit of this, so I am going to quickly get through uh, this question from Cameron O'Neill. What do you define as crunch? With Cyberpunk 2077 news today and subsequent discussion about crunch, I found it strange how people are missing the point. Crunch is not just hours worked, but is building a culture where workers can't say no to more fear, more work without fear of termination. What do you think would happen to a developer at CDPR that said, no, I will not work on Sunday. You promised during the hiring process that you would not do mandatory crunch. Therefore, I'm holding you, the management team, accountable. So I wanted to kind of do this one because it does bring up a point that I saw people saying CDPR gets compensated for the overwork part. Yes, but also crunch has a thing where if you don't do it, like let's say you're somebody crunching. Would you expect someone who didn't crunch to get the next promotion or would you expect you to get it? And I think that's where this whole thing kind of falls apart because if somebody that creates a thing where you need to crunch to get ahead in your career, and that's a that is a rotten work culture. Yeah, the the whole problem with this is that though there's really no way to track and prove that even right. Like mm-hmm. I don't think there's been some deep dive you know study showing that people who are getting promoted uh, because they're crunching. It's the pressure that you face. Um, because of the culture that surrounds you, and like, how do you separate yourself from that? Um, so, I, like, that's the problem—the nuance yeah. of you don't have to stay. And oh, and we'll grab you dinner, or we'll also pay you a bonus, or whatever. Um, it's that if you don't do it, then are you really like working as hard as the next person? But it, you're yeah. supposed to be working over what is expected. That is supposed to be the mean. So it's. It's that nuance and pressure, right, um, that makes this such a big problem, um, yeah, especially when you have, like, heads of the company saying, hey, we need you to stay, but in, in maybe fine print or unsaid even is like, well, I mean, of course it's, like, not in your, we don't, you know, if you, if you can't do it, okay, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, then what are you going to say to that person? In a civilized society, we should not, at this point, in, in, society in general and civilization be saying you have to choose between saying your family or thinking about your career and that's kind of like the nice way of crunch i guess and it bothers me when people only look at the the actual monetary difference but yeah that is a larger topic that i think we can dedicate time to right now yeah did you say sorry just because uh, i did miss it did you say that the cd project red team they did say they were getting paid more that's what the leadership said so i'd assume so yes yeah it's, it's a national here. thing right where, yes, uh, Poland's where laws Poland, require. Yeah. Oh, you have to pay, even if yeah, they're yeah. sour. I don't know how yeah. that works. But yeah, over here, that's like often a big problem because you're salaried and it's like, well, yeah. you get paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. our labor laws suck ass. Like, we're, yeah. we're, well, so whose fault is that? You know what I mean? Time. So, yeah. <laughs> that's labor right, laws. Now, now it's time to squad up. This is from Mitch Cresson, who's looking for uh, some help on PS4. Uh, His PS4 username is MK79797. I am three trophies away from the plat in Predator. I need help with the precision leaper hitting four people in one leap. I'm hoping to grab some people for a private match Wednesday night at 9 Pacific time. So that's MK79797 for some Predator help. Dude, isn't one of, the, one of those trophies like be Predator like, oh, like some absurd amount of time? Well, Good apparently he needs it. Or he's already got it. So Good for him. Let's Dude, do it. Hitting four people in one leap as Predator? Wow. Yeah, you've I mean, got to that's just that like. Yeah, that is like playing the lottery. All right. I mean, yeah, it's, you could set it up maybe, but 
I mean, it sounds like that's what he's trying to do. You know what I mean? It's tough. Stay well, together. To, to game the system just to get yeah. the – that's yeah. fine. I mean, you, know, you didn't yeah, really get it yeah, yeah, if you mean, cheat your way to the finish line. Yeah, but, absolutely. You know, I respect absolutely. your dedication to grabbing every right, Let's check out. <laughs> it's kind of funny. You're wrong. See what we got wrong throughout the show. Uh, Dolby Vision and Dolby Atmos are confirmed exclusive to the Xbox Series X, says Frostgrath. <gasps> I don't know. Like, I'll have to look that up later, but Frostgrath says so. Exclusive. So they couldn't have it even do, if they wanted. Imran, yeah. do you need to go? We, we can... We're about to wrap this up. I think we're good. Okay. So let me... Well, yeah, there's not a whole yeah. lot of you're wrong today, so... Okay. all right. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow's hosts are Greg and Gary Witta. Uh, you, there's now time for a post show, which Greg Miller will be jumping into. Supporters at the Silver Membership or above get the show good. on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Until then, Fran, say where people can find you on Twitch. Twitch TV slash FM3 underscore. Thanks, everybody, who's dropped by to support, even when I'm not making it around the show here. All right. Thank you, Fran. Thank you, everybody, for watching. See you all later.